I'm hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Like Leanne Rhymes. Like Leanne Rhymes. Hit the snooze again. I just recently bought a like wasabi aioli that I put on a smoked swordfish sandwich. Did you get that fresh caught swordfish? You know it, baby. Friend of the show, Jay Coughlin, gave me some swordfish that his neighbor caught. Mm. I put it on a bun with some lettuce yeah, and buns, avocado huh? and wasabi aioli. What? So delicious. It's cross-cultural, bro. Mm. Good morning and Aloha Biscuiteers. You got it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. The voice of something. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We got radio smothered and covered. I'm Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. We have quite possibly the best show for you today. That's right. We have a show about cooking, a show about comedy, a show about watching stuff on TV, a show about porn, and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. Well, oh, coming yeah. up on the show, we're going to talk about porn star Nacho Vidal. You know him from 1,500 porn movies in the, <laughs> since 1997. But you probably know him best from when we talked about him last time on the Biscuits That's and Gravy right. Show. In so a segment was... we call the Toad Lickin' Hallucinogenic Trickman Porn Star of Espana. Wow. We're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely little cherry on top we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Oh, yeah. That's where we fulfill our obligation to be an educational show. And uh, we take all our listeners, all our viewers, all your emails, all your snail mails. We boil them down to three juicy nugget questions. And Vince, ooh, my ooh, your BPMs, baby. Yeah. And then Vince asks me live on the air these quizzical questions. Yes. That's right. But by, first, the, by the way, if you're sending your trivia questions via snail mail. <laughs> stop mailing them to 204 Luakaha Circle. Kihei, 96753. <laughs> Oh. Keys under the mat. What a great show we're going to have today. We've got a lot to talk about for Morningwood. Let's give them something Club. to talk about. Uh, the Oscar nominations came out. Ooh, so we're going right. to be talking the about the 2021 Oscars. That's where the liberal elite go on TV and showcase how wealthy they are, Vincent Fody. There's nothing I hate more than that. Speaking of which, the Oscars this year and are presented. through dresses, bro. They're presented by Christopher Plummer's Plums, mm. a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. They're all communists. That's why it's called the red carpet. I hate them. No one cared about the Golden Globes this year. I mean, even less than they usually care about the Does Golden Does anybody Globes. ever really care about the Golden Globes? Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody Well, we do. Really care? It's biscuits and gravy time. But we are the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Chuck and I are both two Maui-based comedians. That's Technically, right. we, we are, are comedians. comedians. We are cooking enthusiasts and cookie enthusiasts. And so you can, you're probably listening to us on the radio right now on 88.5, 88.5 KKU, The Voice of Gravy. We are struggling to be Maui's number one radio show. It's tough when the New World Order, the elite, they're down against us, man, okay? We are not the lamestream media, Vincent Fody, That's right. Okay? That's why we're never number one, but we all are always number two. Number two! We are Maui's number two radio show and soon to be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number one show in the history of mankind. Always the bridesmaid, never the biscuit. Our only competition, of course, is that Bruce Springsteen and Obama have a podcast. Oh, yeah. And about 70,000 other people that are more because talented than us. Because they're born in the USA, Born baby. in the USA. Or is Obama? Was Obama born in the USA? I don't know. Only I need to see 19 that. court documents say yes. I need to see Trump the middle form. No. Middle Are we still form. Talking about this? We've seen the long form. We've seen the short form. I want to see that middle form. Coming up on Gluttony Club, I'm oh. going to say how much cabbage is stupid again. 
<laughs> you really it's don't like stupid. cabbage, do you? I don't get it. I mean, I like cabbage on fish tacos. Mm. Uh, boil it? Mm, I don't know what's going on here. If you like talking about cabbage, don't forget that you can also listen to our show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is search for Biscuits and Gravy 808, and you can listen to all the old episodes. There's even extended content because and. we can't go over... 57 minutes on the radio. Yep, and also we can't say gratuitous stuff. And every time I talk about the Clintons killing somebody, we get kicked off the air. Right, mm-hmm. but they can't kick us off Spotify. So do you know that you have to start dialing 808 before you dial the numbers in Hawaii? I didn't even from know. From landlines? Yeah, I didn't even know you could not dial 808. Because you have to do that on cell phones, but yeah. from landlines you could get away without dialing 808. They're doing that to make it easier for people to contact the suicide line. Oh, which okay. if you guys don't know the suicide line, it's one eight hundred Clinton. That's C L I N T O N. That's fun. It's cool. The elite killing people. Is Am the, I right? Is it the the suicide assistance hotline? <laughs> Did you know that uh, Bill Gates owns the most amount of farmland in the United States now? That can't be true. It's the most amount true. And I know I say a lot of scurrilous things on the show. Wasn't but there me. some sort of conspiracy that he was in cahoots with Monsanto? He, also? he is the largest shareholder of mm. Monsanto. Well, save it and for Blackwater. And, all right, I'm getting kicked <laughs> off the air. Uh, we should also mention that this is our 249th episode, which means next week is our 250th episode spectacular. Wow. Can you imagine that? That's it's, almost 300 hours of biscuits and gravy. It's also our 100th celebrity sponsor spectacular. Gee. So. For, we'll probably read all of our celebrity sponsors on our following episode. So. And I just want to thank yeah, our listeners for to. tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Coming up in the show, we're going to fulfill our, our contract to have educational stuff on it in a segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Oh, yeah. And if you want to look fresh for the Oscars, why don't you get on down to our, our lovely friends at Jackie Gleason's Creasons. The best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955. Jackie Gleason's Creasons. His prices will send you straight to the moon. Uh, Biscuits and Gravy is also presented in part by Christoph Walt's Dance Studio. Do you want to tango like Django? You'll be an inglorious dancer. <laughs> I'm a glorious dancer! At Christoph Walt's Dance it. Studio. So I am looking forward to checking out the Oscars next week. Check it, check it out, bro. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit during spoiler alert. Um, as for right now, Chuck, I got a question for you. Do you? What's your favorite Four Non Blonde song? Wow, this is riveting journalism right here. You're asking the big questions here on KAKU. Um, it's probably What's Up is my favorite Four Non Blonde song. That's what I want to know, Chuck. What's going on with you, man? What's up? I am just having the grooviest week ever. I got a new vape pen, so I'm just like kind of stoned all the time. It's nice. Cool. I've been uh, smoking a lot of cigars in my backyard. Drinking pitchers of rum, and uh, <laughs> I plowed through a Stephen drinking pitchers of rum like I, Hunter S. Thompson. I plowed through a Stephen King book uh, in a week, which what is, book? Uh, it's called The Long Walk, and it's really cool. It's about a bunch of sixteen-year-old kids who have to walk from Maine to New Hampshire, and if you walk less than four miles an hour, spoiler alert: the government shoots you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, spoiler alert: it ends terribly. <laughs> so can you imagine they had to walk i mean like by the by the time you get to end it these kids have been walking for two days straight non-stop and no breaks to, you have to maintain a pace of four miles an hour or else you get warned and your third warning you get shot so it's like speed but for walking yes like speed walking yes <laughs> like how from malcolm in the middle oh man that's funny that's a funny episode dude 
Um, we had a fun time at the comedy show last night. Yeah, dog. Not only are we stand-up comedian extraordinaires, not only are we radio personality extraordinaires, but we also like to attend live stand-up comedy and in a very socially distant, good good settings where they take your temperature yeah. when you go in and you can't get up and talk to people at other tables. And that was at was the fun. playground. That's right. And so I wasn't on the show, but you were on the show last night. You had a good a good set. Yes, I'm a short individual and there's a very tall um, chair on stage, a stool, if you will. Right. So I <laughs> sat on it and my feet dangled and I'm like, this is my impersonation of being in first class. And everybody thought it was so funny. So you were funny. A friend of the show, Corky Gardner, was there, but she wasn't on the show. Rhonda Hanson was on the show. And she was very funny. Friend of the show, Rhonda Hanson, was very funny. Friend of the show, Enoch, was on the show. He was very good. Friend Uh, of the show, Ted Anderson, was was also on the show. He had a little bit of a kerfuffle. We'll leave it there. He had a little bit of a kofefe. But all in all, I think it was a good show last night. What was the name of the, the traveling comedian who was here? Rich Reagans. Rich Reagans. He was Louisville, Kentucky. He was super funny. He told a and he's a good guy. He he's was, a funny comedian. And he's a good guy. He told a really funny story about a uh, Waffle House waitress who almost got robbed. <laughs> it was super funny. So uh, they're doing all those shows. Power Up Comedy's doing those shows at the playground. So and we'll no, keep no you posted next time one of those is coming up. You know, you wear your mask, but don't completely remove yourself from going out in public. You gotta have a little bit of public time. But you gotta make sure you stay safe. Wear protection. Yep. yep. Always have sta- safe social interactions. <laughs> so I had a fun week this week, Chuck. No one asked, Vincent Fody. I don't know if you enjoyed your week as much as I did, but uh, no, I work. You I was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you have been unemployed for twelve months. <laughs> I was feeling a little bit down this week, so I cheered myself up with some retail therapy. Retail, and that's of course when you go to Target and berate people that make fourteen dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you're a Karen. Oh, okay. If you have the Karen haircut, that's your idea of retail therapy is going and, and excuse me, yelling at people who make minimum wage. Yeah, for, that's for things that are out of their control. Yeah. But for me, retail therapy is when you buy stuff and then you feel better about yourself. Why don't you have this chai spice tea in stock all the time? You got to treat yourself. So Chuck, would you buy a Coach purse? I did. I went to the, <laughs> we went to the Coach outlet. Yeah. Over in Lahaina on the west side, and we hung out with Corky Gardner. Chihu. And you know what I found out? I found out that, you know, I can't afford, like, a coach jacket, but I can afford coach socks. Oh, are they amazing <laughs> coach socks? So it's like, if you ever want to get some high-end fashion designer stuff, but you can't afford, like, the good stuff, get a pair of, like, Gucci socks or something mm, like that. I like it. Cool. Yeah, they're very nice. I like that it's called coach, but if you're a coach, you could never afford to shop there. <laughs> they should call it first class, am I right? Yeah, hey. Ooh. <laughs> I also got some custom Nikes. Oh, yeah? You treat, got some Air Force Ones? I decided to treat myself for my birthday. Yeah. I didn't know this, but if you go on to like, the Nike website, you can pick a shoe and then pick the colors. Pick and de- a shoe, any shoe. And you can design your own shoes, and you can even put like a little three letters on the back or three numbers or something like did that. Did you do 420? Of course I did 420. Sweet. I was thinking about doing 420 and then on the other one putting 69. Nice. <laughs> I do 808s. Yeah. Because I'm a heartbreak. That's probably what I'll do. I'll probably do that next time. Mm-hmm. The next time I order, um, I'll, I'll either put my initials on there, like a like an old L.L. Bean backpack. I love L.L. Bean, man. Well, you're from the you're from the Northeast. Yeah, a, not only do I read books about Maine, <laughs> but I also exclusively buy products from Maine. Products. Where is L.L. Bean from? Is it Maine? It's Maine, K- yeah. Or Vermont? I thought it was Vermont. No, you'd be wrong. That's why I'm the smartest buffalo in the room, bro. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about porn star Nacho Vidal in the news. Oh, yeah. In a segment we call the Toad Lake and Hallucinogenic Trip in Porn Star of Hispania. Which is something that we've covered we covered that a while ago mm-hmm. on the Biscuits and Gravy show, and so now we finally have a follow-up for you about that. 
Oh, I am so excited to jump on the gravy train today, baby. Or but, if you are listening across the nation, the gravy boat, if you will. The gravy boat. Since we are broadcasting from beautiful downtown Maui mm. in the Biscuit Bunker. Because it is still peak quarantine. It's almost as if this COVID thing is real. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't like to believe things that the government or the scientists <laughs> or the lamestream media tell me. But at this point, I... I I don't want to go on record or anything with phony, but I think this thing might be like the real deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it only took about a year for you to come around on it. Yeah. But fortunately, we've got the, the vaccines are rolling when out. I come so around. hopefully at some point we'll we'll get everybody vaccinated and then we can go back to our regular lives. As a matter of fact That sounds educated. I should yell again. There's still it. some anti vaxxers out there. We're gonna talk about that during Morningwood. Oh, sweet. We got a lot to talk about for Morningwood. So we're gonna talk about Morningwood, little porn star news, goes a couple different ways. Yeah. We're gonna cover other things that the lamestream media doesn't cover. Do we have anything for biscuit and or gravy news? Uh, no biscuits and or gravy news. Ooh, we're going to take a, lot a hard for, pass on that. We've got a lot for Gluttony Club and spoiler alert. Ooh. But first, why don't we bring the train into the first station? That's follow-up junction. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. In the studio today, we have my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, comedian extraordinaire Vincent Fody. I am Chuck Sauce. The first stop on the gravy train today is Follow Up Junction. Mm-hmm. Follow Up Junction is proudly presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. <laughs> You'll be mad <laughs> about Paul Reiser's Yeast. And, of course, Follow Up Junction wouldn't be possible without Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to look fly for your, your honey baby this month, why don't you check out our good friends at Britney Spears Hair Cutting Scissors for the best in shears. Get Britney Spears. Mm. All right. So first for follow-up junction, uh, it wouldn't be follow-up junction if we didn't do my favorite new segment, Demolition Man Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, friend of the show, Corky Gardner, loves the movie Demolition Man. But she loves even more when we talk about the movie Demolition Man. Demolition Man, 90s movie uh, where Sylvester Stallone thinks that uh, Sandra Bullock is hot. It's a (laughs) a purely dystopian future where anyone would even conceivably think that Sandra Bullock is hot. Every bathroom has three seashells in it. By the way, toilet paper technology, I mean, other than getting scented in it and being three (laughs) layers, we have not improved. Uh, You have a bidet, right? I do have a bidet. I have the poor man's bidet where I just take a shower after I take a dump, and it works out great, right? All right, so you ready for Demolition Man trivia? More than ever. All right, so Sylvester Stallone, I didn't know this, but apparently in real life, Sylvester Stallone is friends with Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah? And Sylvester Stallone wanted Jackie Chan to play Simon Phoenix, oh, which yeah. was uh, the Wesley Snipes part. And, of course, Wesley Snipes, as we found out last week, is so good at martial arts, they had to slow down his moves. Right, we learned that during a... Bonus Demolition Man trivia. We gave you two Demolition Man trivia facts last week. Um, but, yeah, so apparently in China, people don't like China. it when you have when you have a character that always plays a good guy and then he all of a sudden plays a bad guy. They don't like that. So yes. Jackie Chan didn't want to switch it up by playing a bad guy. because he Jackie Chan has never guy. played a bad guy. Um, Jet Li is a, good, is a good bad guy. Yes. But, you know, it, it is kind of weird. Like, remember Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks always played a good guy and then he played a bad guy in Road to Perdition and it just 
didn't work. It was an okay. He was like kind of good. Kinda he was bad. an okay bad guy, but like I just didn't feel right watching Tom Hanks be a bad guy. It's a it's a period. It's piece. hard to not like Tom Hanks, you know. They definitely spent more time and energy into making sure the cars looked cool instead of having like a concrete, you know, like structure to the story <laughs> you know who was good at that um who pulled that off denzel washington oh yeah denzel washington a lot of times he played a good guy and then he did training day and well, he played a bad guy he's the worst in training day and he ended up winning an oscar yeah because he was so good in training day uh-huh. so i just think tom hanks can play a can play a good guy not a bad guy denzel washington though can do anything let's let's see tom hanks in a movie where like he kidnaps children or something <laughs> terrible you know what i mean like the Hillary Clinton story. Oh lordy! Now <laughs> Tom Tom Hanks works for the the Finders, which is the part of the CIA that abducts children for yeah. satanic rituals. Yep, I would watch that movie. Mm. Here's another follow up junction for you, Chuck. You ready? Um, we got some we got some emails that were that were wondering about those whale birth videos that we were talking about. Remember? Oh, yeah. So you said on the show that there's no videos of whales of I've blue said whales many times in the show giving that birth. Humpback, Pacific humpback whales are fake, okay? Right. It's just the liberal elite trying to get tourism to come to Hawaii and Alaska. It's the Hawaii Tourism Board invented blue whales, and they just do it for tourists to come They have here. animatronics. We know the liberal elite have animatronics. Just like the shark in Jaws. Yes. They just have animatronic whales out there. Yeah. His name is <laughs> Bruce, by the way. It was Bruce. <laughs> So I've been saying it before. As you know, I'm a truther, okay, everybody? A whale truther? I'm a whale truther, okay? (laughs) I'm the smartest man in the universe, and I like to share how smart I am. And I'm going on record here. And I got an email to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And uh, my own sister, who's a scientist in Australia, said, you know, Chuck, I Googled this, and I found thousands of videos of whales giving birth. Mm-hmm. So I did some research myself, and what did I find? I looked up some of those videos. There's only one of a Pacific humpback, and it's in Maui. And, and what did you find? The people that are posting most of the blue whale Pacific birth videos... It's all the same video, by the way, guys. Just are different, different are titles. people who run Pacific whale-like tours yeah. here in Hawaii on Maui. Yeah. What a coincidence that the people that have the evidence that Pacific whales are real are the same people that are profiting from it. I call BS, Chuck. It's like the Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns says that the nuclear power plant isn't bad. He's making money from the nuclear power plant. Right. Of course, the people that are making money off perpetrating the lie... This is just that, one of many lies that they give to us, ladies and gentlemen. Of course they're going to be the ones presenting the evidence. Cowards. So if anybody out there that's not related to a whale watch company can actually show me a Pacific uh, blue whale being born, then I'll believe Prove it. me wrong. Prove us wrong. Prove me wrong. Biscuiteers. Oh, also, did you know last week was St. Patty's Day? Mm-hmm. And did you also know that last week on St. Patty's Day, March 17th, was the birthday of friend of the show Gary Sinise? I did not know that. Yeah, I so feel so silly. He's a he's a saint. You're I'm telling me. Born on St. Patty's Day. Gary Sinise. So born on St. Patty's Day. God bless you, Gary Sinise. You're doing the Lord's work. He's helping out those veterans. And he's definitely helped more people than actual St. Patrick. <laughs> so you know the whole getting the snakes out of Ireland was just killing pagans? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was get, getting rid of all the snakes was just a metaphor. Also, he was kidnapped by Roman pirates and was just like. Gary Sinise? No. St. Patrick. <laughs> and he was just tossed around like butt candy. I don't know what the other way to say it is, but like, you know, meat, the town bicycle. Butt candy? Prostitute. I don't know. 
his butt game. You're railing 15-year-old dudes. Anyway, that's why he's Catholic. Okay. Yeah, look that up, dude. Th- that went off the rails yeah, a little Saint bit. Yeah, St. Patrick was a sex slave. <laughs> Everyone knows that. St. Patrick was a sex slave? Yes, St. Patrick was a sex slave. I know my history. All right. Look it up. Too bad they didn't throw him overboard like Jonah, and he could mm. get swallowed by an animatronic whale. Well, that whale may have existed because it's in the Bible. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> we all know everything that's in the Bible is real. You know it, bro. <laughs> okay. You know it. All right, Jack. Do you hear Ooh, <laughs> that yeah. sound? That you know sultry that sound of Nelson Wrangell. Can be one thing and one thing only. It's time for Morningwood with Vincent Vody. Morningwood was presented by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Morningwood with Vincent Vody is presented in part by Reggie Watts Light Bulbs. Brighten your day with Watts. And uh, Morningwood also wouldn't have been possible without help from Matthew Broderick's Broderickshaws. The safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Warning, not available in Ireland. Well, why would Matthew Broderick <laughs> not be able to have a transportation company in Ireland? That's it's a so subs- weird. It's a subsidiary of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. Thanks for tuning in to PGR. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. And now we're going to cover the most important news segment in the world. Pornography! Of course. Porn in the morning! So, for Morningwood, uh, I've got a couple things. Of course, we're going to be talking about Nacho Vidal. But uh, let's get a couple other little tidbits for Morningwood out of the way. Uh, Do you know who Naomi Wolf is? Hmm. Naomi Wolf? No, can't think of it. Naomi Wolf is an author. Uh, She is a self-proclaimed feminist. Actually, oh, yeah. She's kind, of a, right. she's kind of a reverse feminist because instead of yeah. making women look good, she makes women look dumb. Because she's also, even though she was a former political advisor to some to some former presidents, Naomi Wolf is also a dummy and anti-vaxxer. Dummy so, how? Uh, well, she's dumb because she's anti-vax and she's slowing down the progress of us ending this whole COVID thing. And she's also a dummy because she got tricked in this Borat-style prank where somebody... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> She Yeah, if you get tricked by Borat or anyone like him, you're a dumb dumb. So all right, no, Looking Na- at you, Giuliani. Naomi Wolf, uh, she was on Twitter and she reposted it was sort of an anti vax thing about like we shouldn't be forcing vaccines on people. Yes. The quote was overlaid over a picture of a doctor. Yes. Um, yes. Unfortunately that doctor was not a real doctor. It was friend of the show Johnny Sins. Good I old. love it. <laughs> it's always it's, it's always, always Johnny, Johnny Sins. Sins. Whenever there's like, like a, a fake picture of a doctor, it always turns out to be porn star Johnny Sins <laughs> with his bald head and his Pornhub trophy. <laughs> friend of the show Johnny the Sins, who used to live right here on island. Yeah, he used to live on Maui. He has a great YouTube video about the road to Hana. So now everybody is making fun of Naomi Wolf for for tweeting wow. out a picture of porn star Johnny Sins now, and for believing dumb anti Why this is stuff. so popular is because this is the first time that an anti-vaxxer has Wrong. reposted the dumbest thing ever, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. As we know, the anti-vaxxers always doing are, their research. are known for doing research and being very intelligent. So yep. I'm surprised something like this was able to slip through the cracks. Yeah. You know who else slips through the cracks? Johnny Sins. Johnny Sins. That's what he's known for. <laughs> Also, Chuck, I know you're a big fan of NCAA basketball. <laughs> you know it, dude. <laughs> there's yeah, there's nothing more I like than than sports. Right. Um, so you're probably aware that there was a big upset this week of in course. in the March Madness tournament, Madness. where uh, the number 15 seed beat the number two seed Ohio State. And who was the number 15 seed? That was Oral Roberts University. Oral, huh? Yeah. So Oral Roberts Oral. swallowing that number two seed. 
Wow. Oral's always <laughs> swallowing the seeds. Right. And so even though, ironically, Oral Roberts is like a Christian college. <laughs> Again, people who are known for doing their research. Right, of course. Um, so Oral Roberts University, they beat the number two seed, and then they beat the number seven seed. So they've wow. had quite a bit of an upset. And, you know, anything is possible with Christ on your side. So I'm not surprised that Oral Roberts is doing so well. As a matter of fact, because they're doing so well in the March Madness tournament and because of their silly name, Oral, uh, the team was offered a sponsorship by Brazzers? Cam Soda. Oh, nice. And Cam of course, soda. they're like, who doesn't like soda? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, can of soda? I love yeah, that. No, camouflaged <laughs> soda. So Cam Soda, who we've talked about on the show before, also known for their wacky publicity stunts, they offered to give the Oral Roberts University team a full sponsorship uh, for all the VR toys that they wanted. Remember we talked about VR of toys course. in Camp Soda on Virtual the show Virtual reality toys, of course, are taking uh, sex to the new level, taking the people out of it, much like in Demolition Man. Right, right of course. <laughs> Where it's pretty much basically like, it's like a vibrator, but it's it's synced up with, you know, first you have with audio. With the motion of the scene. Then you had video. Uh-huh. Now you have audio, video, and vibration. Yeah, it's kind of like in video games. You got the, the shock stick, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. When when some something in a video game hits you and then the thing vibrates, well, it's yeah. the same thing where you can watch porn now, and then when somebody's having sex with the character with on the screen, Sweet. then the thing you put something in your butt and it vibrates. Yeah, or, so, you, or you could put it around a certain part of your body, and it could be like getting uh, your your blood taken right little little, little pulse oh little yeah. yeah right there the blood pressure uh, taken uh, I sphygmonometer is Whoa. what those things are called Whoa. not not a sphincter for those of you who don't know what cam soda is it's a uh, website platform where women and males but mostly women get nude and do like video conferences with you yeah my my favorite thing that cam soda did was they make lena paul famous yeah <laughs> they uh my favorite you, dude. cam soda publicity stunt was when they offered people to uh, live stream their Thanksgiving so that people wouldn't have to eat Thanksgiving dinner alone. Nice. Isn't that nice of them? Gotta love Cam Soda. Cam Soda. All right. Now, are you ready for the big news, Chuck? Are we going to jump into it, bro? Uh, Tell me all about Nacho Vidal. All right. First of all, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. Today's show is underwritten in part by Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks. They're in a league of their own. Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks for a limited time. Catch them if you can. They're big. They're big, Chuck. <laughs> All right. Today's show is also brought to us by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. Now, there's a, a porn star out there, 47-year-old from Spain. All right, lay it on me, star. string bean. So Nacho this guy this is the third time he's been uh, uh, arrested, okay? Now, he's been in over 1,500 male films. I like how they, they say Bangin'. he was in 1,500 Bangin'. scenes because... They don't count it by movies. They just count it by scenes. Yeah. Because nobody ever watches the whole movie. I they mean, just watch the some, scenes. Sometimes you do, but that's a lot. You're he watching also, it for the story, Chuck? In his Wikipedia, he's not just married. He has two partners. So he's doing a real good job, right? Sounds like a, a good husband. He also directs uh, both gay and straight porn. So you know he's a lovely Versatile. Uh, so this is the third time he's been arrested. The first time he got arrested was in a... Uh, racketeering scheme with the Chinese mob. 
Wait, what? Yep. I don't remember that. Yeah, and then the second time he got arrested was for not paying taxes in Spain for one of his, like, subsidiary porn companies. Okay, that's what we call now, the Wesley Snipes. this is now, yeah, taking one from the, de- from the demolition <laughs> man. Now, oh, he's taking it, all right. Now, he is he's definitely a real renaissance man, this Nacho Vidal, right? Because not only does he star in 1,500 scenes, right? Not only directing, not only, I can't, it's hard having one girlfriend. Imagine having two girlfriends, right? He also is a shaman, not the kind of person that listens to Trump and tries to storm the Capitol and kill Nancy Pelosi. Oh, not the guy with the with the blue face makeup? No, 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 not our Lord and Savior, the QAnon shaman. No, 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 no. So Nacho Vidal was a shaman, and he, he would lead rituals in his house where people would lick cane toads, which is also, we have an invasive cane toad problem in Hawaii. I didn't know I could be licking cane toads and tripping balls, dude. Is it the same species, though? I don't know. I want to be licking cane toads, though, and getting tripping balls. I know that <laughs> I did a little bit of research, and I found out that the Hawaii cane toad, yep. uh, I don't know if you can lick it and trip, but I do know that they are using it for a lot of different medical things. Lame. And one of the one of the things that they're researching is possibly a way to make help. Pink Floyd sound better? No. <laughs> uh, the Hawaii cane toad might be useful in curing prostate cancer. Oh, well. So if you have prostate cancer, go out, grab one of those toads. Stick it up your butt. Stick it up your butt. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> so Nacho Vidal was running a shaman. He would get people to his house, and he was the spiritual, just like myself, a spiritual leader transitioning people, right? <laughs> okay. Just, I wasn't aware you were a spiritual like leader. Me. Um <laughs> So, so he, he was fr- running. He would have people come over yeah. and, and smoke uh, toad and lick, venom. Lick toad. And lick toad, or you can get the venom and smoke it. There's a lot of different ways, you know. So it like goes from drug. licking toes to yeah. licking toads. Anyway, so ooh, a little feet scene. So a photographer he convinced to go over. The photographer died. Vincent Cody. Oh, that's. And because what they were doing was illegal, and he was like the judge, jury, and at this point executioner of the show, he got charged with manslaughter last year. But he he staved off the Big Brother. He staved off the government for so long. But unfortunately, the government finally got him, and he got convicted earlier this week for manslaughter. And so ends the so story. Sad to hear about that too. Of the toad licking hallucinogenic tripping porn star of Espana. Because we love porn stars. And I love nachos. We love nachos. We love hallucinating. And so it's just so sad that a, a tragedy like this happened. But we don't so, want photographers to die. And so this is uh, just another example of a porn star going down. <laughs> You're terrible. You're terrible. Um, do you know the, the name of the, the species of toad that makes you hallucinate is Bufo alvarius, which oh, also sounds like another Spanish porn star. <laughs> It's interesting. Uh, I'm kind of interested in trying this. Maybe we can get our hands on some some Bufo <laughs> Alvarez venom. They said it's very similar to DMT, but it's like it's like five to ten times as strong as DMT. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. DMT is already pretty pretty strong. Well, it depends yeah. how much you smoke of it. So Ugh. I don't know. I don't. I'd be. I think I'd be afraid because I've never done it before. I wouldn't know how much to how much to smoke or how much to lick, <laughs> and especially like you know. Even if you meet somebody that does know how much to do, n- do you need, well, that's why you need a porn star something, shaman. Something could always go wrong, you know. Look at out of all the times to trip, though. I don't know if I'd want to do it next to a porn star. Like that would just have some mixed emotions with yeah. me, you know. But I, you know, I wouldn't. We can't give qualitative statements out here. I can't tell people to go check out uh, Cane Toads, but. If you want to watch some of Nacho Vidal's best work, uh, check out his uh, 2002 AVN 
uh, movie, Nacho Invades America 2. Ooh. That's always a good one. And, of course, his 2004 NINFA Award winner for Best Transvestite Film, Transvestite's Teeth, Dominado's Poor Nachos, which sounds like poor nachos, but it's a Spanish. It means poor nacho. That's right. Oh, oh, very oh good. yeah. So, Nacho Vidal, we're pulling for you. Hopefully, we're pulling hopefully something. Hopefully, you can get out with good behavior. Yes. Oh, my God. And also, who knew that there. So, we all know, like, the AVN Awards, right? We right. all know that the XRCOs Awards, right? We all know. Friend the, of the show, Willie Simon, actually wrote for the AVN Awards one year. Comedian extraordinaire. Willie Simon. We love There's, him. I, I was doing some research on Nacho Vidal. There's a porn award that is so obvious, I, I didn't even know it existed, and it was right under our noses the okay. whole time. Okay. A category called Brazilian Butt Fest. <laughs> so, is that like Brazilian fart porn? Yo, no. That's what made, yeah. made famous from the episode of South Park. Of course. <laughs> so, Nacho Vidal, this may be the last dip we take in your delicious, delicious fountain. But like most rich people that commit manslaughter, I'm sure they'll be out of jail pretty soon. And back up on taking advantage of women again. Oh yeah, especially if he's rich. Yeah. He's if you're pretty. if you're rich, you don't have to, to have any consequences yeah. for your actions. Yep. This episode is brought to you by <laughs> Matthew Broderick Trickshaws. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Morningwood with uh, Vince Fodi uh, on uh, BGR. Let's do a little gluttony club. You ready for gluttony club? Yeah, Jack? dude. You know, after all this, all this talk about nachos is getting me hungry. Oh my god, I've had Nacho Vidal on the whiteboard in your room, and now it's time to erase it. So I'm gonna. Rub one out real quick. Just, <laughs> just erase the Vidal part. Hey, to do nachos. So uh, Gluttony Club today is presented in part by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle for Nephews and Nieces. You, you need, need Sinise's. Happy birthday, Gary Sinise, by the way. Today's show is presented in part by Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworths? We'll hammer the competition. And also by Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law is on your side. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU 88.5. Nacho Vidal. Rest in peace for the next year while you... Okay, he's still alive, Chuck. I know. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The Gluttony Club is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. So for Gluttony Club, last week we were talking about all of the great St. Patty's Day food we were going to eat. Yeah, so it turns out that what we think of in America is St. Patty's food being like the dumb cabbage tasteless potato corned beef and cabbage nonsense thing apparently is something that they don't really eat in ireland like most conspiracies this is actually real we can blame this one on the jews the <laughs> because of immigrants in new york and and the way that food food was that that was considered a cheap cut of meat so right. immigrants being paid less because the white man's always trying to keep other people down, even if there are other white people. Right. Um, they had to eat poor food like cabbage, and that's why it became a And corned beef. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the Jews don't eat pork, so they they had mastered the art of eating inexpensive pieces of beef. And making them taste good. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but corned beef and cabbage, even though it's, I guess, a traditional American-Irish thing, I I've never been I had corned beef and hash this morning, and you know what? If you fry it in butter, way better. <laughs> Um, Put but a runny egg on top. Even though the Irish aren't traditionally known for their cuisine, mm. they do have some good stuff like shepherd's pie. Yeah, of course, is always a favorite, which originally had lamb in it. Mm-hmm. Hence, it's why it was called shepherd's. shepherd's pie. I also was investigating the full Irish breakfast. That's gross. And uh, <laughs> the full Irish breakfast does sound like a porn move. It sounds like a sex position. <laughs> and uh, this AVN award winner, the full Irish breakfast. <laughs> 
<laughs> you start your day off with a full Irish breakfast, <laughs> then you move on to a hot lunch. Oh no! <laughs> um, and then dinner for three. <laughs> but uh, some people were confused because they're like, "What's the difference between the full Irish breakfast and the full English?" All right, and so yeah. apparently, the full Irish breakfast and the full English are very similar. Okay, they both contain bacon, eggs, sausage, sausage. Uh, mushrooms, fried tomatoes, beans, toast. And either hash browns or bubble and squeak. The only thing is that what is bubble and squeak? <laughs> Let me go over this last. A week. full Irish breakfast has to have black and or white pudding. Uh huh. Um, and unfortunately, I was not able to find any black pudding or white pudding on island. So I just had to I had to settle for a full English breakfast instead of the full Irish breakfast. Did you blister any tomatoes? I did. That, I did some fried tomatoes. It was so good. Did you Did you see the picture I sent you? I did. I salivated over it. If I haven't posted it already on the Instagram, I will put that on the Instagram. Mm, but Insta-ham. I had a delicious breakfast, and then I did a little uh, breakfast whiskey, mm-hmm. which is something that you and I are big fans of, a little yes. breakfast whiskey shot. And if you have a huge, hearty breakfast, it's very impressive how how much you can drink during the day. Oh, of course. Um, and here's my recipe, especially early for in the morning, a breakfast shot. All right, it's two thirds Jameson, mm-hmm. one third butterscotch schnapps, with an orange juice chaser, and then with an OJ chaser, and it tastes like breakfast. It does. It tastes like uh, like a McGriddle. It almost tastes like yeah. <laughs> it tastes like the McDonald's breakfast. You got the OJ, you got the butter, you got the heartburn. It's all so. That was my breakfast, which I chased with some Jameson, mm-hmm. and then for dinner time. I made a New York strip steak with mashed potatoes, peas, and a Jameson cream sauce. Oh, you making a Jameson cream sauce, bro? I made a Jameson cream sauce, which was it came out mwah, so good. Some you sauteed some mushrooms and cooked that in the Jameson cream sauce. Ooh, how'd you make the Jameson cream sauce? What was the order of operations? Uh, basically, you you par cook the steaks till you get them to about rare to medium rare. You know, you don't want to cook That's them all the way. Overcooked. For you me. just want to cook par cook the steak to get it to maybe like a. Maybe like a Pittsburgh rare, okay? <laughs> and then you put the steaks on the side, all and right. then you take all that fond and everything, mm-hmm. and you deglaze that pan with about half a cup of Jameson. Oh, okay. So you put the Jameson in there, you cook it, you get the Jameson nice and warm, and then you flame it. So you, nice. You flame you know it. all about flaming on this show. Oh, yeah. Um, and then once once all of it burns off, you know, then you're, you're left with just some delicious... So Low alcohol content, Jameson. Uh, yeah, basically, because when you flame it, it it gets rid of the alcohol. What content. kind of steak did you use? A New York strip. Oh, nice. So then, after you flame the Jameson, then you mix in your cream and you put in the mushrooms and you cook everything together. And then, uh, basically, all I have to left to do is put the steaks back in and cook everything together. Peas. Oh man, it was so good. Yeah, I put peas. some peas on there. Especially, I had some peas left over because I needed to peas to put in the bubble and squeak that I made. Mm. That morning, which, as we talked about on the show last time, bubble and squeak is when you take mashed potatoes and you just throw in any leftover vegetables or meat you happen to have lying around, sausages, corned beef, whatever you got. You throw it in there. You uh, put a bunch of butter in the pan. Gotta have butter in the pan. And you just kind of fry up your mashed potato mix. So it's almost like a like a fried shepherd's pie without the crust. Have you ever... Basically, uh, the way I've heard it described is, you know, when you make fried rice, yep. you just put the rice in, and then you add a bunch You're of... You're like, what's about to expire in my fridge? Yeah, Let's you take all the all, all the stuff that you got left in your fridge that's about to turn, you just throw it in there. And so, bubble and squeak is like the Irish version of a fried rice, where mm. you, instead of rice, you just use potatoes, and you throw whatever you got in there, and then you eat it in the morning. You fry it up. It was And it was very good, I gotta say. It was the first time I ever had it. 
I ate Chilean sea bass this week in Monchong. Ooh. And you know what? It was like 30 bucks a pound for Did Chilean you say sea bass. Chili and sea bass? Chilean sea bass? Chilean sea bass. But it was like, I don't make, I don't understand what makes it this, but it was pretty good stuff. Like I say, sometimes I buy fish and it's like expensive. And I think to myself, like, I could have just gotten like takeout and not done all this stuff. But it is pretty nice to cook your own fish. I had yeah. made uh, seven pounds of mashed potatoes in, in the Instapot. Which, Why so much mashed potatoes? That's what Christy says. And you know what? Uh, I don't know exactly. I know that I did pair my fish with two-thirds of a bottle of Tito's. So <laughs> I, Anything's I made good it, when you pair it with two-thirds of a bottle of Tito's. I made it around the same time. So when I got the fish, I, I've done a lot of different fish recipes, but I tried something really new, and I encourage you to try it at home. You know those instant mashed potato packets where you just add boiling water and butter? Yeah. I... I uh, battered the fish, and I rolled it in the instant potato. Oh, and I, okay. I fried it in ghee. Huh. It came out really good. You fried it in that robe that you wear when you're doing karate? Clarified butter. Oh, clar- oh that's clarify the, this. Oh, the other ghee. Okay. Yeah. So it was a pretty good deal. I don't got the full recipe on it, but it was pretty darn tootin' rootin' good. We, then, ate at, um, we ate at Isana's. I love week. Isana's! I know. Aren't they so good? I hadn't Man. been there in a while, but we did a little double date. With uh, our friends. Did you get some sushi? We we got some sushi. They got some sashimi. Uh, we got the fried chicken, the Korean fried chicken. Oh, it's so good. That they have there. Everything at Isana's is really good. Oh, man. And then I also got um, the, the the spare ribs. Mm. So we had a really good time over there. The f- oh, did you go for dinner? And we got we got sake and everything. Yeah, so man. between the four of us, our bill was like 300, 400 bucks. Worth it. But it was so good. I go for happy hour, which is like 45 minutes a day. Also worth it. Oh, yeah. Do they only have one happy hour? They got two. They have one in the afternoon and one yeah, at night. And so I go to the one at night. They have a double happy hour, so they're almost always happy already. I went honest. to a terrible open mic last week. Oh, yeah. And in Paia, it was the worst. Oh, this that was the musical open mic. Yeah, and then they're like, and now. Comedy open mics are always fun. Mm. Musical open mics can be hit or miss. Brutal. It was a lot of, I should have missed it. <laughs> and everyone there looked hit. So <laughs> the woman that went on before us did a seven minute cover of Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. <laughs> and two things about it. One, I like Don't Go Chasing Phony Calls. That song is way too long at seven minutes. Two, she didn't do the left eye rhyme part of it, which is like the best part of the song. That's like the only good part of the song. And then three, in the middle of her song, she just started reading poetry about her dad. It was like the worst. Let me ask you this, Chuck. Have you ever been to the, the food the food truck court on the west side? No, I don't think I have. So it's kind of near- The like, one in Honokuai? It's kind of near like Lahainaluna Road. There's like, a, there's like a little food truck court there, and there's a couple places. We went there to go check out a place called Smash. No, you which, went to Smash? Yeah. Have uh, you heard of it? Yeah. They don't sell Smash burgers. That's Havens. Oh, uh, okay. But it's a place, and it's called Smash. It's like local grinds, bro. Yeah, exactly. And so I went there because somebody told me that they had a calamansi pork belly what? plate, which is really good. So what? we went there. They didn't have the calamansi one that Lame. day. But they did have a spicy pork belly. And I got to say, it was super tasty. It's like I feel like I have a spicy pork belly right now. <laughs> yeah, it was, like it, cut, it was like cut up into little pieces and this nice spicy sauce served with rice. And it was super good. So for those of you tuning in, support your local food trucks, man. Okay? Um, but Wear be careful. Mask, go out in public. Be careful when you're at that line because there's like there's like maybe five or six food trucks in that little area and it's a very small 
little like dead end parking lot. So there's like little kids running around and then giant lifted trucks trying to trying to drive over these little kids and stuff. Oh and man, it's, it's very dangerous over there. So when, well, when you're over I there, mean, I actually don't mind if children get run over. Watch where I you're walking, them. guys, and watch where you're driving because yeah. you're gonna squash but a little. Imagine that curly you just kid. got you just cleaned your truck and you got to clean it off because you ran over a kid. How annoying that would be. Oh yeah, get, you can't get child juice out of your tire. Mm, I mean, maybe the easy. light up shoes would get stuck underneath it, and that kind of deck out your car. They get stuck in the grill and everything, and oh, then yeah. the cops come and they they find it. Mm. It's like in Queen a, Elizabeth would come s- though because she loves Fargo. grilled children. <laughs> Just licking up, uh, licking up all the DNA off the grill, like mm. with her lizard tongue. Mm. All right, anything else for Gluttony Club? There's so much for Gluttony Club, but I think we're going to have to wrap it up today for Gluttony right. Club. Gluttony Club was presented in part by Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out, you'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Chick Sauce. He is Vincent Fody. Coming up to the show, we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. But first, do you want to dive into Spoiler Alert? You know it, Chuck. I'm very yeah, excited for Spoiler dude. Alert. Um, spoiler Alert is presented by Edward Norton's Antivirus. Do you have a primal fear of malware? <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Don't wait until the 25th hour to protect your computer, a subsidiary of Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. It's <laughs> Edward Norton's antivirus. Today's show is presented in part by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with fine quality crochet equipment. Hey Vince, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment around? Yes, sir. Well, I've, I've got, got a name. name. <laughs> Alright. So for spoiler alert, Chuck... Spoiler alert is where Vincent Fodi dedicates his whole life, nay, his whole entire life, to watching films and spoiling Not them to my for girlfriend. Me. Yes. <laughs> Not to and, pleasing my girlfriend. And spoils them for me trying because to satiate I my unquenchable thirst for television. Such a procrastinator and have such terrible I can't you are a master of of timing things, Vincent Fodi. You can fit so much into so little time. It's amazing how much TV you can watch and how much you can accomplish, and you are a true hero, Vincent Fodi. It's amazing how much TV you can watch when you're unemployed. Yes, quite amazing. (laughs) Veterans get 20% off usually places. You get a nice veteran discount. I think you are a true American hero. You should get a 30% discount everywhere you go. (laughs) Thank you, Chuck. I didn't get the veterans discount, but I do get the television watching discount yeah. because I watched uh, 20 all, hours of television today. All the TV. So for spoiler this week, um, do you want to do you want to start by talking about stuff that I've watched, or do you want to talk about the Oscar noms? Let's talk about Oscars, bro. Okay, so let me pull this up here. Are you? What are you dropping a bomb on me? Yeah. What's going on? Now? Some truth bombs about the Oscars. <laughs> This is your background music, bro. You're listening to KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. All right, so the Oscar nominations are out this week, Chuck. And so. That was the song A Real Hero. From, oh, okay. From the Drive soundtrack, my favorite movie. As we know, I am the real hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for Best Picture, we had The Father, a, show, a movie called The Father. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which was on HBO Max. I heard of it. Is that good? I didn't see that one. Um, spoiler alert, white people are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, the only reason California has strict gun laws is because Reagan hates black people. Uh, also, a movie called Mank, which is available to watch on Netflix. Never right heard now. of it. Uh, Minari, a movie called Nomadland. Nomadland is supposed to be super, super good. Oh, yeah? It's about that. It's got Frances McDormand Yeah, Frances McDormand living out of her car. Good. She's always good. Yeah. 
A movie called Promising Young Woman. You're a promising young woman. You promising young woman. A movie called The Sound of Metal. I don't know what any of this stuff is. And The Trial of the Chicago 7, which was a... Documentary. No, it wasn't wasn't a documentary. It was like a movie about the real life events of the Chicago Seven. Oh, okay. Which was on net which was also on Netflix. Now, there was a couple movies that got nominated that I did see. I did see The Sound of Metal. Oh yeah? Which is The Sound of Metal is a movie about a metal drummer played by hold The on, Sound of Metal. Played by Riz Ahmed. And he's a metal drummer who starts losing his hearing and going deaf. And then his world kind of spirals out of control because... Much like Ted Anderson said. Everything <laughs> everything starts falling apart because, you know, you're a drummer and you start losing your hearing. It's it Everything falls apart Wasn't for Wasn't Beethoven deaf towards the end? He was. And he, yeah. w- he, he composed his music towards the end by cutting the legs off of his piano and putting it on the floor. And so sticking he could his feel, head in it? So or? he could feel the vibrations Ooh, of the piano. That's what the, good, the Beach Boys call good vibrations. Now, Riz Ahmed... Interesting fun fact, he's the first uh, Muslim to get a Best Actor nomination. Wow. Isn't that fun? Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, what about Rami Malek, who won an Oscar for that Queen movie? And he's not Muslim. Turns out he's not Muslim. He's Arab. He is. But he's not Muslim. Oh. Uh, So, yeah, The Sound of Metal, he got nominated for that. And also, friend of the show... Gary Oldman from Gary Oldman Senior Centers. If your ears are golden, spend them with Oldman. Gary Oldman is the most diverse actor. He's just a killer, man. I He's, love him. Gary Oldman's so good. He got nominated for Best Actor Oscar for the movie Mank, which I just watched. What movie it's, is Mank? I don't even also, know it. Which is also directed by David Fincher, who I'm a huge fan of David Fincher movies. So Mank, I'll tell you what Mank is about. You can watch it on Netflix today when you go home. And I highly recommend it. I got time. It's about uh, the screenwriter Herman Mankiewicz. Mm. who helped Orson Welles write the screenplay for Citizen Kane. Oh, that's right. And he was a crippling alcoholic, and the whole movie... Was he a communist? No. Okay. That was the movie starring um, Brian Cranston. Oh, okay. Where he was the screenwriter that got blackballed. Right. So it's kind of similar to that, where it's a movie about an Oscar-winning screenwriter, except the whole movie is done in black and white, and it has this very 1950s feel, and it feels a lot like you're watching the movie Citizen Kane. Oh, Because uh, the whole movie is sort of an homage to that 50s style of like cinema. Citizen Kane, of course, is the longest opening single shot in the history of As a matter universe. of fact, Citizen Kane might even have been the 40s. It's a really early movie. But, but the, when you're watching the movie, it feels like you're watching Citizen Kane because some of the cinematography sort of makes allusions to different shots, and they do... Like illusions, not to be conflated with illusions. Illusions, yes, it makes You're allusions. So smart, that's a funny. Um, so if you if you haven't seen it yet, it's definitely a fun movie. It has that it has that really fun, like vibrant old school Hollywood feel. What's your favorite part about the movie in ten seconds or more? <laughs> in ten seconds or more, it probably the fact that it references certain shots from um from Citizen Kane. Okay, like and, the reflective mirror thing. And also, shots. Bill Nye plays Upton St. Clair. No way. And Upton St. Clair was a a, a socialist, quote-unquote socialist politician from uh, like the 40s and the 50s. And in he the, wrote The Jungle, didn't it, he? I think so. About, yeah. Is that the one about the meatpacking? Yeah. And so um, in the movie, they show how like the people in charge of the movie studios put together a fake newsreel of people talking about Upton St. Clair being a socialist. And so this is like, just goes to show that accusing people of being socialists and accusing them of like supporting communism and 
making fake news is nothing new. They've been doing it since, so since the beginning of Reagan news. was actually huge into that. So Reagan, not only a terrible actor and a terrible president, but in between, he was like a, the, a president of, of Hollywood, of like this is a big thing. And he would like accuse people uh, that were just not communists or socialists, but anyone running against him, he would accuse them and like rig it against them so that he would remain in power. Yeah, so it just goes to show that there's nothing new under the sun. People are still falling for it. <coughs> Even to this day, people are like, we can't vote for Bernie Sanders because he's a socialist and he's going to, we'll all be standing in bread lines. Right. Also, Bread is good. And then I'm a big fan of bread. <laughs> if you vote for Hillary Clinton, there's going to be taco trucks on every corner. Like, I also was, like, I like taco trucks. was like, we love taco trucks. Bring it on. Yeah, is that like a, against Mexicans, by the way? Like, why, why are we hating on Mexicans? They're so cool. Uh, so if so, Mank is a really good movie, and gotta love Gary Oldman. He's fantastic in it. So well, I Gary Oldman, black and white. I like it. I love it. Let me watch. And it you know what? Hollywood loves movies about classic Hollywood. Oh my god! That's they smell all their own farts, dude. I it's, hate that. It's stuff. a big old circle jerk. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Mank ended up winning the Best Picture nomination. They, Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. It's so. St- and the guy from Sound of Metal, actually, really good in the movie. So oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he won the Best Actor. Award also. Him yeah. and Gary Oldman was pretty good too, so definitely check those so out. So that's what's to watch for the Oscars. Sound of Metal is available on Amazon Prime. Mm. It was an Amazon Prime original, it's just like Mank was a Netflix original. Spoiler alert, I've been watching more Arrested Development. Uh, spoiler oh, alert, nice. it's still funny. What season are you up to? I'm just finishing season one. Okay, in season three, there's a storyline where... Charlize Theron plays a mentally challenged lady. Oh my god. And she, They try to figure out what MR means on Mis- her wristband. Mr. F. Watching it, I mean, that came out in like, like 2003, I think, yeah. the rest of development. And uh, it just goes to shit. You wouldn't be able to make a season of a TV show like that now. Yeah, where it's a little little too sensitive for today's uh, current but climate. But it was funny. Charlie Theron's hot. I don't care. Yeah, and it's more of the, the idea of the misdirect. It's not making fun of her being mentally challenged. No, it's, it's the whole misdirect. It's the fact that because she has a British accent, Michael can't tell that she <laughs> that she is mentally challenged. Yep. He just thinks he dresses goofy. So definitely keep watching Arrested Development. I love that. On HBO, they just came out with a QAnon documentary called <laughs> like Into the Storm or Chasing the Storm or something like that. Wow. So I haven't seen that yet. I'm looking forward to watching that. Also, Shout out to you, all the little cuties. Season two of The Nick has been really good. And on March 25th, the same day that my brand new bed is getting delivered. Uh-huh. Two That's da- tomorrow. Two days before my birthday, Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, no way. It's coming out. Not to be confused with King Kong vs. Godzilla. Which is a different a different universe? No, I think it's just, that was a movie from the 60s. And so they couldn't call it King Kong vs. Godzilla, so they called it Godzilla vs. Kong. So I'm going to watch is both Matthew of them. Roderick in it? I'm going to watch both of them back to back, so it will be... Godzilla versus Kong versus King Kong versus Godzilla. Wow. You have so much free time on your hands. Also on Netflix, there's Jesus a documentary Christ. called uh, The Last Blockbuster. Oh, my God. This is so funny. This is the documentary that Netflix made about Blockbuster, a company that they put out of business. Right. And um, they don't really just come out and say that, that Netflix was exactly the ones that put them out of business, but they they do kind of, because they're like, yeah, it was, was Red, it Netflix that Red put them Box. out of business? And they're like, well, not exactly, but it, they actually, Netflix really pretty much did put them out of business. And a couple a couple other things, there was some bad timing and the economy crashing in 2008 that certainly didn't help them. No. Um, but yeah, so I used to work at Blockbuster. 
So it was a little bit nostalgic for me, but I also didn't like Blockbuster that much because they charged me like $30 in late fees one time. <laughs> Even though you work there? Could uh, you like delete so, This it? was like before I worked there. Oh. So I always had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about Blockbuster. Mm. And I was not very sad to see them go. Oh, Who well. thought Bend, Oregon. Eh, they're a bunch of hipsters. Was, uh, was where the last Blockbuster was. Hmm. And according to the end of the movie, they're still open today. They are. And Doug Benson's as in the movie. Of, as of this show. Doug right Benson now. is one of the main people in the movie. So he go. they follow him going to the last Blockbuster. He has a good podcast. And he, he rents Super High Me. Oh, no way. So if you like Doug Benson, uh, yeah, check out the last Blockbuster He's good. He definitely kind of looks the stoner thing a little bit too yeah. much. Or if you have some like Blockbuster nostalgia, you Getting know. Getting Doug with High. Um, which is funny. We I think I think Maui had one of the last Blockbusters, too. Because I remember yeah. when I moved here in 2011, there were still like two Blockbusters on island. Yeah, it and closed five years ago. Yeah, so it, I know it didn't close that long ago. So we must have had one of the last Blockbusters I couldn't in the country. It. I could not believe it when but I moved now, out here. The last one in the whole world? Bend, Oregon, baby. Wow, Blockbuster, man. Where a lot of people from Maui actually end up going. Do you know where the term Blockbuster came from? It's because people would line up around the block for a movie, and it would beat the people would be so heavy it would bust the block i thought it was from world war ii where we would drop bombs on other countries and that's the bunker bom- busters that was so good it would like you know blockbusters those are bunker busters oh, okay well who knows we'll do well, that follow up junction next week. maybe we'll maybe we'll start a uh, a video rental place called bunker busters yeah that sounds about right and it's it's just movies that we talk about in the biscuit bunker <laughs> of course <laughs> of course <laughs> Bunker well, Busters is presented by Lincoln's Links. Abe Lincoln loves sausage, and you will too. Get thinking, get Lincoln. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Fodi. We'll see you next week, man. But first, thank you so much for tuning in. I really like you, Biscuiteers, man. You gravy gals, you biscuit boys. Thanks for living in the free world. Thanks for supporting free thought media like the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Keep on rocking in the free world. Uh, special shout out to our underwriter for today's episode, Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Biscuits and gravy wouldn't be possible without support from Taylor Swift's overnight alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you, you need, need a Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Anything else for spoiler alert? That's it, man. Man, I watched so much good stuff this Let's week. Let's jump into I'm really the finale. Loving, I'm really loving the Nick. You got to yeah. watch that, man. Cocaine Owen, in the 1900s? Clive Owen injecting cocaine into his penis? What gets better than that? That's I don't know about that. <laughs> There's a scene where a guy falls in love with uh, the prostitute that he's been seeing. So he just buys the prostitute a house and Classic sells his move. regular house and kicks his wife and family out of the house. Nice. <laughs> he's like, oh, by the way, I sold the house and you have to be out by next week. Yep. See you later. And uh, I'm moving into a new house with my prostitute. T- plot twist. The wife then becomes a prostitute and he falls back in love with her. <gasps> oh, spoiler alert. Chuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into it? Yeah, sure. Chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. It's going to be a tough one today. I feel really stupid. If you have any questions you want to email to Chuck, send them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And Thanks for listening to us on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for liking us on Instagram and biscuitwars.com. Oh, yeah. We're on Instagram at biscuitsandgravy808. Uh-huh. Isn't that fun? All right, Chuck Stuff's Knowledge Buffalo is presented by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning state's evidence. evidence. All right, you ready to get into it? Sure. All right. So our first question uh, for Chuck Stuff's Knowledge Buffalo comes from Madeline in Newark, New Jersey. Madeline sent us this question. She wants to know, what was the name of the main characters on Cheers? Oh. 
classic will they won't they relationship. Yeah. Of Ted Danson and well, well there Shelley we go. Long. Um, you know what? I'm complete complete blanks. I don't know any of their names. What were the names on the show? Coach. <laughs> Coach was a character on the show. There was also. Can you well? Can you name any of the side characters? Okay, uh, Carl. Carl. No, no, there's no. no Carl. Who's the, the alcoholic? <laughs> Norm. Norm. Okay, well, got that one wrong. The mailman was Cliff. Uh, um, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Fraser did appear in Cheers. That's correct. That's a spinoff. That's all. I don't know, man. I'm gonna need one of either Ted Danson's character or Shelley Long. I don't. The bartender. I don't know. I don't know anything, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Sam and Diane. Sam and Diane. <laughs> Sam Malone was his name in the show. Mm. Didn't you ever watch Cheers? Uh, no, uh, you know. Woody Harrelson was in Cheers. Yeah, dude. Friend of the show, Woody Harrelson. All right, our second question comes from Glenn in Oakland, California. Glenn wants to know, what was the name of the Russian space station, which was in orbit from 1986 to 2001? That Russian space station. Sputnik 2. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sputnik 2? I don't know. Whoa, what was the name of this, the Russian space station? I don't know. Sputnik 1? It was Mir. Oh. The Mir space station. Oh. <laughs> the, the next one better not be about hockey or I'm going to just die. All right. The next one is not about hockey. It's about basketball. Oh, no. Because our third question is always a sports question. This one was sent in by Danielle in Wailuku Heights. Danielle wants to know, LeBron James is out right now. He just got. He just injured himself. What kind of injury did LeBron James sustain? Uh, an ankle sprain. Okay, an ankle sprain is correct. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, ankle sprain is absolutely correct. Oh, I, the only reason I know that is because my girlfriend was researching the difference between sprain and strain. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I, the only reason I knew was because Chino talked about it last night at the comedy show. Oh, which I <laughs> shows how much I pay attention. But Jesus you got Christ. one out of three, and that also means that that's the end oh, of I our feel show. so bad, but also uh, I'm okay with it. Well, maybe I can redeem myself next week. Same gravy You place. always do. Same gravy time. We might be on sabbatical next week. Yeah, dog. Because you I'm might be go going to, to Hana. Go to Hana. Maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe. see. But uh, either way, we'll be back in either one or two weeks for our 250th episode spectacular. Vincent Fody, thanks for joining me today in the Biscuit and Gravy Bunker today. Thanks for having such a lovely show. Oh. For all our listeners out there in La La Land and Gravyville, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> thanks for liking. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show a part of your day. Thanks for waking and baking the Biscuits, Biscuits and, and Gravy, gravy way. way. And from me to you, hello! <laughs> 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 Gary Sinise's birthday!